0: I got to my dad's home, there's 20 steps to get up to a landing and then four more steps to get to a porch and another step to get in the house. Well I climbed that and as I walked through the door, it was 3.30 in the morning. So the whole family was here, so I had a wonderful warm welcome of course. So mom said, uh, how about go to the dining room and get something to eat? So they went in and here comes Tippy, jumped up on my on my chest, started licking my face. I was, wow, after all those years, <laughs> it remembered me. My dad uh, gave me a letter that came from my commanding officer Had arrived at the house before I did, and it was sent to me. And it says, and I'll quote it I wish to commend you and express my sincere appreciation for the sustained excellence without your splendid efforts. It would have been impossible for our airmen to have delivered their final knockout blows, which caused the Japanese. You at all times did your job and did it well. Thereby reflecting credit upon yourself and upon the military service of the country in which you served. I am pleased to have you serve under my command. I got out of the service on January the 4th, 1946. About four months later, I turned 26. When I turned 80, my family told me they were going to give me a birthday party. Well, I spent quite a bit of time trying to figure out things that I could talk about that they might be interested in. After a while, it came to me, in all those years, nobody had ever asked me one question about the service. So I decided I'm going to talk about my experiences in the service.
1: Did you lose any friends during the war? Oh, yes. Yep. Yeah, we lost some. How did you deal with that? Well, being a
0: Christian, I knew I was being taken care of. I didn't worry about nothing.
1: This podcast is made possible by The Social Voice Project, an innovative public interest media company specializing in podcasting, oral histories, and live event recording.